0: Welcome, True Believer Readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here is a man who would never turn down dinner with a stranger in Canada, my hungry friend Eddie. How are you today, Eddie?
1: Uh, I'm doing well. It depends on who's asking me to dinner. I know Montreal's a nice town, but... uh, Well, I'll go out to dinner with you, James B. Let's go. How about a hot blonde girl? (laughs) That would be hard to pass up, but I am sadly a married man, so sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I got thrown off. I didn't mean to say, sadly, I'm a married man. <laughs> redo that. I was like, wait a minute. That sentence didn't come out
0: right. Yikes. One more time. Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here is a man who would never turn down a free dinner
1: in Canada, my hungry friend, Eddie. How are you today, Eddie? I'm doing great today, James B. It it depends on who's asked me to dinner. Um If it's my wife, of course I'll be happy to go to dinner. (laughs) That's that's terrible. You can't preemptively (laughs) anticipate my line. (laughs) All right, one more time.
0: Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here is a man who would never turn down a free dinner with a hot blonde in Canada. (laughs) My hungry friend, Eddie.
1: How are you today, Eddie? I'm doing well. I'm going to pass on dinner there with the hot blob in Canada, but uh, I'm interested in some Spider-Man today. What about you, James B? Oh, I see you're moving on quite quickly, but yeah, I'd like to.
0: <laughs> I'd like to talk about that. I'm also going to talk about later on the fact that I don't think Peter Parker. Uh, I don't think Peter Parker said no when uh, this young woman asked him to dinner, but we'll we'll address that when we get to 119. We've got a couple of things to cover first, and. Of course, we have to talk about The Amazing Spider-Man 118, which is going to be the conclusion of our
1: saga with The Smasher, and uh, we have somebody to help us with that today, Eddie. That's right, James B. Today we have a guest introducing for her fourth appearance, the infallible Sarah Pezel. We are pleased to have you join us. How's it going, Sarah?
2: It is going fantastic, and I would definitely take the dinner, especially if they paid for it. Let's go. However, Eddie, are you ready to start the chaos?
1: Uh, Absolutely. Um, From March of 1973, The Amazing Spider-Man number 118, Countdown to Chaos. Joe Robbie's in trouble. The Smasher's trying to kidnap him. Thankfully, Spidey swings in to save him by luring the Smasher away. On the rooftops, Spidey tags old Smashy with a tracker and swings away. Soon after, Peter catches up to MJ, Harry, and Gwen, who's very happy to see him. You guys want to hear a trivia question?
2: Yes, definitely. Definitely.
0: Is it like me versus the Spider Man expert, or is it just. Ooh, like the we're pressure's on. Uh, it
1: could be either or. It doesn't matter to me. Okay, well, we could can, we can right, see All if right, I agree. This is just a quick one, no. anyways. When was the last time Gwen, MJ, and Peter were together in a Spider Man comic prior to this?
0: I mean, Harry's been the one missing lately. I've seen Gwen and Correct. MJ arm in arm with him.
2: Wasn't it when um, Peter, uh, when Dr. Bromwell was there? Um, weren't. Or maybe MJ wasn't there.
1: are getting close. <laughs> Closer. I need a number. All right.
0: 114.
1: 106. Oh, James B., it was 105. It was when Harry got out of the hospital and MJ threw him a little party. I, it wasn't only them since they were at a full party. But that's the last time I can tell that we've seen them in a Spider-Man comic. I think this is remarkably rare. Like, aren't they supposed to be like the crew? Yeah. That's a good that's a great
0: question. That's a good point. Um I I knew that it, that they weren't together during the KSI issues and Harry had to get back from the hospital. So yeah, it makes sense around there. So um great question. That's it's been
1: a while and uh, very astute of you to point it out. Oh, well, thank you. More importantly, MJ and Harry are back together, James B. Um I have no
0: idea why they're together and I mean that on three different <laughs> levels. One, I don't know why she's ever with Harry, our good friend uh <laughs> Mike from the Multiverse of uh, Badness podcast always can't stand that they're together. Uh, I agree. I don't know why he's with her because she's been treating him awful. So Harry shouldn't be putting up with this nonsense anymore. And it's been bad. The book made it sound like they weren't going out anymore. Right.
1: Yeah. I I thought they were
0: totally free from each other. But Jerry Conway not get the memo that was left on the desk from (laughs) Stan Lee that said, oh,
1: by the way, they're not going out anymore.
2: Yeah, and all of a sudden Mary Jane's like, hey, pay attention to me instead of them.
1: Right. It was a it was, I think, the most shocking thing actually in this book. So Okay, well let's hear the rest of the book and I'll let you know if it's the most shocking thing or not. As the quartet drop a noisy campaign van around the city, the smasher shows up and attacks. They escape, but the van is destroyed. Peter is not happy. This is the second near death experience for Gwen in two issues, everyone. We wouldn't want anything bad to happen to her, right?
2: No, no, definitely do not. Gwen is great.
1: Well, Spidey follows the Smasher back to the Disruptor and Dr. Thaxton's hideout. During the battle, the Disruptor pushes the Smasher too far, and he blows a gas tank. Attacks and kills both Doctor Thaxton and the Disruptor as we read a ticker between panels describing Raleigh's impending mayoral victory. <laughs> the ticker between panels is fun. Everyone, did you see that? Yeah, all issues should have a ticker. I thought it was excellent.
2: Yeah, I thought it was really cool because it up like it was kind of like a live live ish update of what was going on while the fight was happening.
0: Yeah, the, if, for those who didn't read this, it was basically saying, like, oh, you know, Raleigh's going to win this. Raleigh's going to win this. And then, of course, you know, um, he, he does. But then there is, you know, a surprising, and by surprising, I mean not surprising um, reveal. And, Eddie, why don't you get to that
1: part? Well, Spidey gives the Smasher a hard karate chop to the back of the head, and he's uh, maybe dead. The Disruptor is revealed as Raleigh. Uh. Shocking! What a surprise. The police blame Spidey and Spidey burns the disruptor's outfit to make him a martyr. That's the end. Anybody want to help me with the end here? Um, sorry, do you want to go first? Because I love this decision, but I don't know if you agree or
0: disagree. I,
2: I do as well. I, I like the decision for Spider-Man to save Raleigh's honor, especially because he was seen as as a leading figure to at least specifically like the young
0: people. He's the anti-organized crime candidate. And I like that he dies fighting against organized crime. And then they can be like, wow, organized crime people did this. Let's let's try to end organized crime. You know, I think it, it, serves, yeah. a, it serves a purpose. And Spider-Man, his attitude is sort of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll get blamed for it. I always do. Who cares? I, Have fun. Well,
2: because he does all the right, time. So what's the
0: big difference? Who cares? If he's going to get blamed anyway, You might as well. Eddie and I used to do um, this uh, field trip and uh, one time we were on the field trip together and it was <laughs> out in like cabins in the woods and I was getting blamed for pranking at night some of the cabins and I believe, Eddie, I turned to you basically said, if I'm going to get blamed for this, I might as well start doing it. <laughs> so we just went around and pranked that all the cabins and scared all the kids at night. Just
2: <laughs> and what was one of your favorite pranks?
0: Um, so th- many. Uh, there was a, they told a ghost story about these oh, this boy and this girl who had nice. met at camp and these kids are like eleven. What I would do was I would take um, the I would take pieces of paper and write the names like of one of the kids on it like I'm waiting for you Robert and I would put like a piece of wood through like a branch and then I would leave it on kids beds. So when they went back into their bed at night they would find like a <laughs> note from like the dead girl or something like that. That was always a, a pretty good one.
2: Yikes, remind me not to go on a field trip with you.
1: (laughs) Hair raising. My favorite part is when you tell the ghost story, at the climax of it, somebody kicks a bench over in the back and it just is the screams of bloody murder. (laughs) Speaking of uh, being scared and people dying, uh, a lot of people die in this book. That's for sure. You guys interested in another trivia question? Who was the last character to die in Spider-Man before this?
0: We just went through the Smasher, right? Yeah. Before that, we had Hammerhead fighting with Doc Ock. Correct. And
2: neither of those are those people are dead.
0: And and everybody around
1: them is like they named all their goons though. All right, you want to well, my clue is going to give it away. It is within the last 10 issues that someone a character died who was named. In fact, that name is on the cover of one of the issues too.
0: All right, Eddie, I'm willing to uh I'm willing to just say I can't recall the last I can't recall the issues well enough at this point to know who died recently.
2: So. Like I remember. Wait, wh- wouldn't uh, what about the case Did Gog die?
1: You are correct, Sarah Pazzol. That's why she's the best. Nice. <laughs> Let's read Spider-Man character. Poor Gog died in the sand in the jungle. <laughs> well, I'd like to I'd like to interrupt here then if that's the answer okay. you're going
0: to go with cuz you said it was in the last 10 issues and Gog was in issue 104. Oh my. <laughs> You are correct. James. And we're doing one eighteen right now. Don't call me out on the math. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll say last you.
1: twenty issues. Well, you know. But
0: but Sarah, great job remembering. Yeah, well that done. It was, that it was God. Thank you. So we just had some deaths here though, losing Doctor Thaxton. A trifecta, and, yes. You know, yeah, trifecta Doctor Thaxton barely counts, right? Well,
1: he's in two issues named two and he's pretty important and raleigh he's like ben and- He's
0: like benny though he's like benny all right fair enough when they shoot
1: like they, when they shoot one
0: of hammerhead's best guys or doc Ock's best
1: guys right and like that's what i means. like not that i like but the smasher dies and when the cops show up here here's what the cops say look they're among the debris it's the smasher he seems to be dead <laughs> what a very <laughs> <laughs> kind of pronouncement from a distance i guess <laughs> So yeah, and
2: then the we voice- never come back to it. It's that, like that's it. Okay, he's he's dead. Maybe.
0: Sorry, you're the voice of reason in our podcast. Why, why is there a ten foot giant called the Smasher running around and no one besides me is concerned?
2: That is a really good question. Spidey's concerned,
0: but he's a he's a big dude. He's like unbe- It's like he's the biggest human. He is the biggest human I've ever seen in comic books. It's maybe a he had person.
2: his wheat cakes.
0: Really, that's how we're going to go with this is our answer? Yeah,
2: that's where I'm going to go with, The
0: voice of reason. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man aficionado Sarah Pezzle says, the answer to why there's a 10-foot human running around in three issues is he had wheat cakes. Great, thanks.
2: You're welcome.
1: Hope you enjoyed your fourth and final podcast. (laughs) The Amazing Spider-Man number 119. The gentleman's name is Hulk. Peter has an urgent telegram from Montreal for Aunt May, so he goes to visit his doting aunt at her friend's Dr. Octopus's house. She is still caretaker for the house and Doc Ock's associates, while he works out his legal problems. Anyone want to read the suspicious telegram?
2: Yes, I've got this. All right! Urgent, I contact you at once. Stop. Please come in person. Stop. This matter too delicate for discussion here or on phone. Stop.
1: Thank you, Sarah. And that's from Jean-Pierre Rembald, right? I was not
2: going to try to pronounce that name. (laughs) I also had a question for you guys. Um, So Peter's or Spider-Man is going through all this like security and hopping the gate to go see Aunt May. And no one mentions anything about how Peter got there.
1: Apparently, security is not as strict as we thought on Doc Ock's. I mean, I guess Doc Ock's away, so they're just not doing their job very well.
0: (laughs) Correct. So what you're pointing out is that he knocks on the door, basically, and they're just like, how did he get past all the guards? And then, and no one cares. And then he leaves and disappears and no one cares. And Spider-Man was not seen either on any of the footage, right? That's your problem?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Any any and all of those problems?
2: (laughs) Yes, all of them.
1: Yes, they're a man who only hires competent, uh, competent goons into his organization. (laughs) Well, Peter heads back to the city only to bump into a very sickly Harry and his father, who aggressively tells Peter off for little to no reason. Peter's, I, I want to, I got to interrupt here for a second, just so we can understand.
0: And I know we read it, but the listeners don't understand this. Sure, he's he's walking down the street. He sees Harry. Harry's about to collapse. He runs up and catches him, and then. You know, Norman's like, get your hands off my kid. Get away from us, right? He's, like, super aggressive. And then yes. he throws him in a car and they drive away. Like, there's – what was that interaction for? Why does why do they, like – Jerry Conway's? He's like, you know what you need to do? We're going to have Harry collapse right here and then drop in a car and then drive away. Like, is that a – we're setting – that's clearly we're setting up a golf, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So,
0: setting up the goal That's all that is. That's
2: he's even like, I've had it with your meddling.
0: <laughs> right. There's no reason to do – Comes out of nowhere. You can't just – yeah, there's no. They're like, why would why would Norman Osborne talk to him? Like, oh, we'll put his kid there. What's Harry, why doesn't Harry say what's going on? Make him unconscious. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just for that interaction. That's the only way they thought of it. So, kind of kind of crap writing. Well, I mean, but agreed. I do
2: I do really like the worry that Peter has of like Green Goblin, Norman Osborn perhaps remembering the things from the past. I do like that kind of looming over his head as we go throughout the story.
0: But but. Then he says to himself, I know how I can solve this problem that I'm getting concerned about, Norman Osborn, revealing me. I will just leave the country.
1: Problem will go away. Right? <laughs> That's, and yeah, he take just it away. escape to Canada. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. He sees that the Hulk is in Montreal destroying things, and he decides to take a Snoopy vacation. Remember, Aunt May's telegram came from Montreal. Uh, and Peter convinces J. Jonah to let him take pictures of Spider-Man being squashed by the Hulk, Uh to our northern in our northern neighbors northern neighbor's land um anybody remember the last time spider-man was swinging around in the cold because i'm always like does this happen but it has happened yeah I'll, I'll, i can think of i can't remember the exact issue i couldn't find it if you can find it i'll be super impressed but i do remember what happens to him when he went in the cold i i know what happened to him when he went in the cold but i'll give sarah a chance and then i'll
0: tell you the issue
1: Ooh.
2: Ooh okay um uh, I mean, the only time I can... It, future issues are coming to mind. Yeah, send help.
0: All right, let me... Eddie, I I believe we're going all the way back to issue uh, 48 and 49 Ooh. when he's going to be fighting against Blackie uh, Drago. Correct. Slash Blackie Drago. That's true. Because Spider-Man loses his spider sense in the
1: snow. Very good, James B. I, I think you are entirely correct. Loses his spider sense. And doesn't he catch the flu after that? Is that what happens to him? Well,
0: I remember believe. our discussion was that we didn't have that it didn't matter if he didn't have his spider sense in the snow because the lizard was unable to attack in the snow. Ah, that's right. <laughs> because there was also some issues with the lizard being a cold blooded creature, but <laughs> but there was some problems from that. Remember the you could fight the lizard because he couldn't handle the cold, you could freeze him and <laughs> So the lizard was not a threat. I just remember that conversation. Also, I remember oh. that we had uh, we checked we checked our email and uh, we did not have any of that.
1: <laughs> oh well, <laughs> perhaps someone will write in with another trivia question. Well, Peter arrives at Mister Rimbald's office in Montreal. He discovers Mister Rumbald is on a business trip, and Peter is asked to dinner by his secretary, Miss <laughs> Um Anybody asked to dinner recently by a stranger? Just when you show up and have maybe a couple of words. Definitely
2: not. Uh, he, but again, if it was free, uh, I'm I'm in for it.
0: Well, did anybody else read the section twice, or is it just me? I, he he um he basically says like okay,
1: right? That's that's what he seems to say. I think he's not paying attention. I think he's looking out the window. That's where I think it's okay. He's just okay ignoring her. She says right. like yeah, you want to come back for
0: dinner? And he's like yeah, sure.
2: He says I'll see you tonight.
0: Oh, that sounds a little more aggressive <laughs> than uh, you know. But it, maybe he's just saying come back at dinner time. You know, we'll 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 hook you up with dinner. So I haven't read the next issue. Did you guys do you know what happens in in one twenty? I don't even I know what this plot line
1: is. Okay, so I don't know what's
0: going on with this Mr. Rimbold plot line. Sarah, do you know the answer before like do you know?
2: No, I do not. I haven't read I've read that issue, Ooh. but not in a really long time.
0: Ooh, exciting. Okay. All right, um, Eddie. Sorry
1: to interrupt sorry. Your, uh, your your dinner plan. There, go ahead. <laughs> Peter heads Peter heads off to attend a presentation from uh, Brigadier General Thunderbolt Ross. General Thunderbolt concludes his presentation as he learns the Hulk is at a power station nearby. The um, the actor William Hurt uh, passed away a month ago. Oh, and and he pl- he played Thunderbolt Ross in the movies. Yeah. Well, um, moving back here, Peter sneaks a ride on a army truck and quickly bumps into a very irritated hulk spidey gets a good whack in on poor hulky before the army arrives shooting hulk throws a rock here and a huge rock too let me just be clear and spider-man spins his web around the huge rock not only does he stop it did you see what happens to it after he gets his web around at anyone he flips it back on hulk right it's like a, it's like a, um, like a catapult or something. It, it, um, oh, the Hulk bounces off to a nearby dam and starts to destroy it. Spidey avoids being swatted by the Hulk and manages to release some water pressure to avoid a total dam failure. As Spidey is plunged into the water beneath the falling dam, he has a realization about the Hulk and the endings to all chapters in his life. Um, he seems to allude here. He always has a happy ending. Is that? Am I reading this incorrectly at the end? Anybody?
2: No, that's definitely, that's definitely what he says. And you know that this time you've had it. This time there isn't going to be a
0: happy ending.
1: <laughs> Spider-Man always has a happy well, ending. Well, I think he's saying, I mean, <laughs> look,
0: I'm being weighed down by this giant boulder. And this time I'm not going to be able to get out of this one.
1: He, he's going to die. Desperate words from a man who feels as though he's going to die, like, perhaps. But just the wording is... Not so good. How many endings of Spider-Man have we ever thought it was a happy ending? That's like Spider-Man's M.O. is it's not really happy.
2: Yeah, it's Parker Luck.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
2: He even mentions earlier in the issue uh, about opening the telegram. that He's like, I hope I don't regret it like I regret so many other dumb mistakes. And I'm like, wow, Spidey. Okay, let's go there. Should probably talk about that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> before before we do that, I uh, I'd love to. Sometimes we've been ending our episodes a lot with our sponsor, and Eddie. Some of our sponsors have been coming back to us, oh. but one thing I'm getting in the feedback is they don't love to be at the end end of our okay. show. So if it's okay, can we squeeze in the sponsor now? Then come back and, and, and talk because we don't want to lose
1: our audience. So if we have them, of course, is that all right? We, uh, we wouldn't want to put okay. them at a bad spot of our podcast. Go ahead, James B. Sure, sure. And this is another reoccurring sponsor, uh-huh. and when the return wow. sponsors
0: we've been getting, I don't know if you guys know, we never used to get return sponsors. Now we're getting them kind of all over, like almost only return sponsors, but they seem to be <laughs> they seem to be returning with with <laughs> slightly new variants to their thing. So all right, Eddie. Today's sponsor is a social media app for all occasions. Um, have you ever been in a social situation when, you know, you're with your sister's husband or your boss's wife in some awkward situation? Well, the app, What Would MJ Say?, will give you the appropriate thing to say. Well, Eddie, you might be in a situation requiring for you to do something. Like, you can make decisions with this new additional app that comes with the What Would MJ Say app, Eddie. Okay, the new the new upload is called, What Would Hulk Do? Now, you can be out grocery shopping or choosing a TV show, ordering pizza. You can simply ask the question using, um, you can use the app actually now. Also, just the microphone, if you give it access, you can just talk into it and say like, Hulk, what kind of sandwich should I make? And the app will do the rest. You know, this you can download this app from the App Store, Google Play or uh, Malavita, but um, I have it downloaded. So Eddie and then Sarah, if you would like to try it out, I, I have it on my phone. I don't think you guys have it yet. So what you do is, uh, give me a situation we need a decision to
1: make I will ask the app and it will give me what you should, what you should do so this is going to be like um, where should I go on Saturday yeah. afternoon
0: perfect I'll, I'll, so I'll say Hulk uh, where should I go on Saturday afternoon and it says why keep bothering Hulk <laughs> <laughs> well there you go so if, if you're trying to figure out where to go, it's kind of telling you go somewhere where, like, people won't bother you. I think it's implying go for a, a quiet walk in the woods. So there you go. You got a little bit of reading into it, but basically gives you the answer. So uh,
1: Eddie, try one more, then we'll give Sarah a chance. How about, how about like, uh, what music should I listen to while I'm driving my car?
0: Okay, sure. <laughs> uh,
1: Hulk, what music should Eddie
0: listen to um, while driving his car? Music is dumb. <laughs> oh well, there you go. So what it's saying is, you should be, you should be with your thoughts, taking the taking the time, the alone time, to think about what you want to do to plan your day. It's saying don't be distracted by the frivolous things like music and other distractions. This app
1: seems to need to have like a James B extension or translation attached to it. Uh,
0: Oh, I mean, this is just like the what would MJ say? It's the same same
1: features. <laughs> this uh, would sounds like give very it a try, refined Sarah? to me. I guess maybe a little more. I don't know,
0: Sarah. Sarah, Sarah should give it. Let's let's get one in there because it sounds like Eddie's not quite sold on this yet.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, what outfit should I wear today, Hulk?
0: Okay. Hulk, what outfit should I wear today? Uh, it says Hulk will break little man in funny clothes. Hulk will break them all. <laughs>
2: Okay, so basically Hulk is saying that, if I'm reading in between the lines correctly, that I should not leave the house.
0: Right, you should take the time to make sure that you've got all your affairs in order and, you know, you'll have a better day at work because you have your house, you know, clean. Good job, Sarah. All right. You would have made a bad decision there, so.
2: Yeah, thanks, Hulk.
0: Okay, so, um, you know, (laughs) I hope everybody here enjoys this app. Uh, remember, it's an extension to the What Would uh, MJ Say app. So you <laughs> kind of just... get a two for one here.
2: So so can we ask MJ a couple of questions?
0: Sure. We we still can remember just... the MJ questions. I mean, if you want. It's not part of today's sponsor, but I, I have the same app here. I'm sure I could just play it again.
2: Okay. Um, MJ, where should I go dancing?
0: Okay. Where should i go dancing well that's not actually how it works the mj app i'm sorry it doesn't the uh because because mj can't handle questions it gives you a a, it's a social situation Uh, although it does say the hulk app just fired off it says um um, dancing makes hulk mad (laughs) hulk smash so um i the mj one you would say like it's usually like, hey, I'm at, a, I'm at a party, and there's a guy I want to dance with, or a girl I want to dance with, and how should I approach it? But we're getting a little sidetracked here. Uh, Sarah, we'll talk about that app okay. um, again later. That was a, a an app in our a previous uh, a couple episodes ago. Okay, okay. So we want to get back, Eddie, to some of the questions you didn't get to cover here. Um, and one thing about Hulk is he's, he's kind of misunderstood in the comics. You guys agree?
2: Yeah.
1: There's... There's just always so much nonsense I can tolerate in a day. All right. Anyways, I'm sorry. That sponsor was a little difficult for me. Um I always feel bad for Hulk. That's kind of why I can't read him. He just always seems so misunderstood. This poor guy running around and people are shooting at him and ugh, it's terrible. I feel bad for Hulk.
2: Yeah, I do as well. He just always seems to be uh, get, getting the short end of the stick, and getting—I mean, he does cause a lot of destruction, so I understand like that part of, you know, like why they have to go after him. But
0: how much of a Hulk comic do you think he's in Hulk form, and how much do you think he's in Bruce Banner form? Ooh.
2: I, that's a good question. I would imagine it would be similar-ish to how. Spider-Man comics are with Peter Parker versus Spider-Man. Oh, um, but, I don't even... I don't pe- think
1: it'd be close to equal. I think much more Hulk than Bruce Banner.
0: Yeah, because, like, well, Peter Parker can take off his mask and walk around and be, like, in half and half. Like, he can turn into Spider-Man, go visit Aunt May, turn back into Peter Parker, turn back into Spider-Man. Fly Hulk can't do that. You're you're all or nothing. And there has to be fighting in every issue. Yeah. So he... I think he could go whole
1: issues without being Banner. I... I would. I think it's seventy five percent or higher Hulk, twenty five percent Banner or less. That's what I think. But we need a well, Hulk. Expert. We're not peop- Yeah, we're not too people to ask at all. I <laughs> don't know that. So,
0: um, yeah. All right, Sarah. What? Why do we have you on this show? What do you do?
2: Um. Well, I run a uh, Twitter uh, that's at Spider underscore Panels, where I post daily panels from the comic books. Sometimes it's books I'm currently reading, uh, that have been released currently and sometimes it's older books. And um, I also put quotes with those panels sometimes and funny jokes.
0: You know what, Eddie, I was thinking Yeah. No one emails us. So let's just, let's just do the Twitter taste. Just just, just the Twitter. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Uh you can find us at Let's Read Spidey on Twitter.
0: Yeah. Heck with you you can email us, whatever. Just a lot of junk out up there. <laughs> Both had a good close, so we're gonna we're gonna do both closes, and then we'll uh, end the show.
1: All right. So uh, uh, Eddie, uh, why don't we have you go first? Sure. And remember, listeners, if the Smasher isn't smashing enough for your taste, you get Hulk in the next issue. This is James B. Joined by Eddie, and our special
0: guest Sarah, and Sarah, let's hear your close.
2: And remember, listeners, what the Disruptor wants, the Smasher gets. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.
0: Bye. We're, we're after the thing here. We usually talk for a couple of minutes, and Eddie can go if he has to now, too. But, oh, sir, okay. did you really want to check out the uh, MJ app? <laughs>
1: No, I am. <laughs> no, I, I no. It was really hard for me. I was wiping the tears from my eyes. It was just.
2: Oh, that was that so was funny. Like,
1: I, I I do like a certain amount of nonsense in my day, but like it was going. It was so silly. And then when Sarah requested the MJ app, I was like, what? "This is going to go on."
0: <laughs> I can't. That's wipe. why I'm like. I
1: have the the
0: problem with the MJ app is it's it's. Do you remember? It's a little inappropriate. <laughs>
2: Okay, okay, I got one, God, I got
0: one, I got one. You have to give me a social situation, oh, God, that's all.
2: Okay, out. so you're at dinner with a stranger.
0: A stranger? Yeah, <laughs> you're at
2: dinner with a stranger. <laughs> <It's and> dinner
0: <laughs> with a
1: stranger, okay, keep going. And
2: it's not going too well. So well, what should I do, MJ?
0: Um, and you would say, dinner with a stranger sent. Um, oh, it's about, okay, it's the beginning of a dinner, it makes sense, it's a serving water. It just says, um, you would say to them, when the water is served, you say, your body is seventy percent water and I'm thirsty.
2: <laughs> That's a good one, MJ. Yeah. There you go.
0: Perfect. Right. I, so the app I still works. Like yeah.
2: I'm gonna right, download I'm it. Go with this. <laughs> I
1: can't do it. Comes with the Hulk add on, you know, too. It's too, too silly. <laughs>